Kevin Barnett, Selena Rockwell. We're on the second floor again. Weekend number one is over. I need a mask up. Hold on. Weekend number one into Monday, because that's what we do. Saturday, Sunday, Monday is over. <laughs> and, and we need to talk about it. Do you even remember Saturday night? What day, what day is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I think I do a little bit. It was so much volleyball and good to have professional volleyball back. Really fun to have it as a product back out there. What kind of feedback were you getting from the community from the jump on Saturday all the way through Monday? Well, the cool thing was I think people were super nervous about the scoring and they're like, I don't know about this. It's going to be crazy. I don't like it. And then by last night, it was, this is awesome. So compelling. It's still volleyball. I mean, I think that's what people weren't sure what it was going to look like. And because it's still volleyball at the highest level with some cool, you know, point scoring and all that stuff, people were fired up and they loved to follow it. So people thought maybe they were getting like liver and onions. Yes. And they ended up with Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Ooh, fish food. That's one of my favorites. I got Tonight Show dough in the freezer in the room. Oh, I know. You've had it there for a couple of days and haven't given me any. And I'm not happy about that. <laughs> All right. Let's not, let's not get bogged down in auxiliary issues. Uh, the volleyball. The level. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I'm super impressed with the level. You know, we have a mix of experience for sure with uh, some people that have played for a long time, some that just graduated. But the overall level is super elite. I mean, it's physical, it's high above the net, and the defense is just unreal. Yeah, I don't know that it's... I don't know that it has exceeded expectations that might be the wrong word i think i think it's been uh, it's been uh, delightful yeah no i think <laughs> delightful <that's fair. laughs> it's but it it really has I, I think it's hard to get a kill in the gym mm-hmm. there are a lot of big arms mm-hmm. and and some big arms that you didn't necessarily know about or weren't on your radar yep. uh, team abbott you know we have a huge arm on the outside <laughs> you do. and we've but we've been crushing balls but i don't think a lot of people know about us no right not as much i mean aaron fairs Aaron Fairs. I mean, there's a lot of people. Holly Tolliver playing on the left. That's a big arm. Willow Johnson. That's another big arm. I mean, you, you know, people listening that have followed college volleyball know. But, uh, you know, there are some names that you're just used to. Jordan Larson, Carson Lowe, and, you know, names like that. Lauren Gibbemeyer. But it, there's been a lot of nice surprises. So. I think it's a nice grouping of people so for instance i work a lot of pac-12 matches so i've seen willow johnson but i don't work big 10 matches in general and so i haven't seen simone abbott right i don't get as much touch with those people now some folks may follow team usa so you know some of the international players but you don't necessarily know those college players that played on those b teams played on under 21s or u23 or whatever it may be who have some USA experience, but not the senior team. So you maybe haven't seen them, and now you're getting exposed to those players. Yeah, and I think it's really cool because there's so much good volleyball and in so many different areas, areas of the country and areas of the world. We have some international players, which is very, very cool. So it's nice to have everyone be able to say, wow, this she played at Kentucky, she played at Northwestern, and I didn't know that, and they're playing at a super high level. Speaking of international players, uh, Odinia Alieva did not get – any time, essentially. Came in in the third match and played a little bit. Are you surprised at the lack of changes off the bench? Because we didn't see a ton. We saw a little bit of double subbing. We saw a couple teams who were struggling. But I, I think I saw fewer changes than I had anticipated. Yeah, you know, I agree. And once I thought about it, I'm like, this is professional volleyball. Yeah. And there's yeah. stuff on the line, right? They're trying to win. They're trying to win certainly the games, the matches, 
but in the end, you know, there's, there's a monetary prize at the end. So all of a sudden, when the lights come on, it's serious. It's like, hey, we want to we wanna win, and let's put the best lineup out there that we feel is, is the best for us. Maybe it's two things from my perspective, that we had seen the scrimmages where it was obvious you needed to scroll around playing time, so we didn't put too much into the stats for that overall for everybody. But maybe that set in my mind an expectation. I knew there'd be reduced changes, but maybe it set it a little, a little too high. You're right. You, if you're rolling... If you're on Team Sabeldon and you're winning, you're not going to make many changes because, first of all, you're winning. Secondly, who would you change? Are you going to take Karstel Lowe out for an extended period of time? No. Would you double sub her? Yeah, maybe, but you're not going to take her out for a long time. So maybe, maybe that's why. I think we may have seen the end, and this point was made in a meeting this morning you and I were in, about the team groupings. This is the only time we'll ever see this particular team grouping is on this weekend. This will never happen again. Right. This particular group of players will never be a team again. It will only be for these th- this week and these three days of competition. I think we've seen the end of Larson and Lowe together. <laughs> That's so unfortunate because what a fun combination. It's I- fortunate for the rest of the league. <laughs> it is. And I, I even threw that out there to Jordan last night in the postgame. And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm super bummed, but that's just the way it is. And now I got to change my strategy. You know, certainly she's probably her first pick or top pick. Um, so, but it'll be good for the league. You know, I think that's what makes it so exciting because different combinations every week. How do teams work together and how are they going to choose and draft one another? Just super compelling. Team Clark finishes at one and two. Yeah, I, I wish people ah! could see your face. That- that face and body language isn't apparent on the podcast. Podcast, a podcast on the podcast. It's not apparent on the podcast or the potty or the podcast. <laughs> Nobody wants to see the podby cast. No one wants to see that. So it, it is. It was surprising because I felt like last night's match mm-hmm. was the culmination of what we expected to see, and unfortunately, like three team pools in international play, the records can get very wonky when you only play three times. And so you have a team in Team Clark that I thought performed well, played good volleyball, and ended up overall one and two on the weekend as a group. Yeah, which is crazy, but I think it also speaks to it speaks volumes to the level, the overall level and the balance of teams. Even, even though some teams, you know, certainly Tiffany Clark wanted a high-energy team. She, that, that's what she said. Check. You know, <laughs> I, I want people that are fired up. Like, it was good, but they were also excellent volleyball players. But what you... What I think is cool, you got to see other levels maybe of energy or focus, just different vibes on a team that also works. So if you can put it together as a team, you can have a different identity. It doesn't matter what exactly your identity is. So um, I thought I, I was surprised in some ways, but then when I really thought about it, maybe, maybe not so much. So last night, though, I really thought it was the experience of Jordan Larson, of Carcelo. Yeah. I thought that the yeah. experience took over that match to finish. Yeah, and that third set. It was a close one. Ended up being a three-point overall victory. I was thinking back to the loss for Team Clark to Team King, and that was Bethania De La Cruz on that team, and the way that Betty, out of frustration, mm-hmm. ended up starting to take over the not only the offense personally, the way she was hitting, but she also started to take over in the direction of the team you can see her make a demonstrative change in terms of communication and body language and it came from a place of it seemed frustration with the team being uneven and also her own play 
No, for sure. I, I, that was a neat um, evolution. I think we saw we've been waiting for like in, in the preseason, you're watching her play. You know how good she is. Just kind of going through, just playing ball, volleyball, getting used to it. Right. And then, man, when it was on, she was like, no, forget this. We're not going down like this. On like Donkey Kong. <laughs> like literally Donkey Kong, smashing things, crushing things. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> yes, unbelievable. I mean, she was hitting so hard at such a high level and just moving the ball around. Her sharp four to four is, I mean, it's unlike any I've seen. And, and Tiff Clark didn't see it, then it hit her. No, she didn't see it. Uh, it was... It was Jesse Lickman got one of those. She yeah. got one of those. I mean, everyone was getting blown up cross court. It was bad. And you get one. And you get one. And you get one. <laughs> but, I, but I think to your point, like... She was rattling the rest of the team. Like, that was the coolest yeah. part. Um, everyone just getting used to one another and playing with each other. It's hard to step up like that, but when you have that experience, you can do it. Betania De La Cruz, the Oprah of six packs here in Dallas, <laughs> just issuing them. I love that. Yeah, definitely. Welcome inside. <laughs> you, and you, and you. We're giving these out. All right, let's 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 take a look at the individual points because that's most important in the overall championship. Remember, it is a, an individual title inside of a team concept. Jordan Larson is the only person to break 1,000 total points on the weekend, and she had 702 coming into this uh, third night, and 702 would have put her actually in the fifth-place spot. Wow. If you, but if you take her out, then she would have been in the fourth-place spot with 702 before she even played on Monday. So she has 1,000 points. Karstelo has 875. Leah Edmond, who has really been a pleasant surprise. People knew she was good. This good is maybe a whole other thing. 756. And Betania De La Cruz at 750. These are the four players who are going to draft tonight in a totally different environment. So much more information now. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more information. You're, you're gathering over the course of time, and now you're seeing who's adding value to their team and why. And really, if I'm someone like Jordan Larson, do I look at another pin that needs to pass? Do I look at, like, what do I add and what do I need that complements this team? What, what can I add to it? So the top four, it's going to be really interesting to see. Jordan Larson, of course, had Carcelo, and that's over. That ship sailed. So that, that won't happen again. But I think it'll be interesting to see who chooses what positions in what order. Yeah, and how do you create your team? How do you create the community of the team? We saw this. Liana Sabeldin, captain of Team Sabeldin, had Lowen Larson on there. She dyed her hair purple because they were Team Purpaderp. Purpaderp. Purpaderp, right? <laughs> I think Purple Durple. I think it was, was yours. <laughs> that was wrong. Not Purple Durple. Purple Durple. <laughs> That's team. way better. <laughs> team Purple Durple. <laughs> but there was, there was a lot of bonding going on with that to the point where she provided a special wine cup mm-hmm. and a small bottle of wine to all of her players before the match last night. They didn't all drink it No, before the match. Yeah, let's hope not. But I, it didn't look like it. So, I mean, I think... <laughs> it didn't look like it. <laughs> thing, Visually, I'm going to go with no. The thing about it is it's, it's cool, and that's what I love about volleyball, how quickly you can bond and get close to a team and, and have this connection. I mean, it's been a weekend, uh, half a week and a weekend of, of play, and they're like, man, I don't want to leave my purple derps. You know, that's, yeah. that's kind of sad. It'll, it'll happen again, and they'll be fine. But it, it's also a very cool thing. Orange Blorange doesn't sound like a good team to be on. <laughs> Orange Blorange. I don't know. And it's horrible. I know. Yeah, it's horrible. Terrible. It's not a good idea. Purple derp is going to. 
Will will the next purple team oh. steal the Perpaderp banner? Is there a flag somewhere that's been produced? Yeah. You know, I how will know. how will they further evolve on it? And if you're sitting now in the Zoom rooms, remember that's how it's done in the draft, yes. and we'll have a draft preview for you in just a few minutes. Uh, after this podcast, you'll be able to do it separately. Do you sit there and you're super bummed out now? You're like, no, <laughs> I'm missing my people. Like, you're not upset about where you are necessarily, but you're upset about you're not somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I think for, for a little bit, probably today and during the day, and they're thinking about the draft, they're like, man, I won't get to play with her again. But then I think as soon as it happens, everyone's going to be sitting in that room just waiting and seeing who's gone and what's next. It's going to be interesting. We have one more. One more. Oh, weekend of excitement coming your way. Followed by one more. Followed by <laughs> one more. Followed by... We have four more weekends yes. to get to the individual title, but we're going to go through this draft thing uh, multiple times now. And I am really intrigued to see how it affects players. Mm-hmm. We talked to Kat Osterman, who won the women's softball championship held this summer, and she said it didn't affect her. She shoved it from her mind. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really notice it on other people. But I, I wonder if that's going to be the case here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's like gym class, but kind of. It is like It's right? been the comparison, yeah. You know, so you're sitting there, you're waiting, and, and why not? And really, the reasons you may not be drafted early may have nothing to do with your actual performance. It's the needs of the other teams, you know, and that's hard to wrap your head around, though. With the lack of subbing, how can we even judge the last couple of rounds of people? Well, I'm, that's exactly right. I mean, only in practices, maybe in some trainings, one or two days a week. But, you know, that also the value that they place on being a good teammate, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot to be said for that. I know you're here for a volleyball tournament, but maybe your Settlers of Catan abilities could get you onto a winning side. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll try and do these uh, previews and reviews for you leading into and out of each of the weekends for Athletes Unlimited Volleyball in Dallas, Texas. We are in downtown right now, staying not too far away from Fair Park Coliseum on the grounds of Fair Park, which is an intentionally interesting place, too. We'll have to talk about that in another one. And we'll do a little draft preview for you. That's happening this evening. That is every Tuesday, 5 p.m. Central Time, and that's going to be on Facebook Live. That is where it lives. I'm not sure if it's distributed in the other four digital platforms that the matches are. We will be on digital first on Saturday night. It will be five platforms for both matches. I believe the following evening, I think it's CBS and digital, and then I think it might be all Fox Sports on that next Sunday where it's CBS and Fox Sports. Some, some conglomeration of that. Make sure your DVR knows, but make sure you know through social. Get on AUProSports.com. Join the Unlimited Club. They'll keep you updated as to where and when we are on so you can watch these new matches. You can watch tonight the new teams take shape. I'm Kevin Barnett. She is... Salima Rockwell. Burp derp. <laughs> <laughs> Purple Durple. <laughs> Thanks for listening.